It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by Ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams, your win-win maker. And today, we're talking about Meetup. Why are we talking about Meetup? The reason here is because I actually just got off the phone with another real estate investing association leader from another state. And this is probably the fourth time that I've been called by somebody out of state asking me what I'm doing differently with my meetup group and how I've been able to make it successful. Furthermore, I realize that this is an important topic because this week, actually, this week, uh, four of the episodes came out that I was recorded on for other people's podcasts. And on these other people's podcasts, for some strange reason, they all want to talk about what I'm doing differently with my meetup groups. So I figured it would be valuable for you if I chatted with you a little bit to share some of the differences that I'm doing in my group for meetup so that it can benefit you. It doesn't matter if you're a single family, multifamily, or whatever it is. You will get a ton of value when you're running your own meetup. But if you want that meetup to get off the ground, we're going to talk about the four things that I believe are going to benefit you the most. And the first one is private messaging. The second one is hacking other people's networks. The third one is the psychology of advertising. And the fourth one is no sales pitches. All right, so we're going to talk about those four things today. And before we get into it, I just need to share with you, if I ever share a deal on this podcast, if I ever have a deal that I want to share with you, the main thing that you got to take away from these multifamily deals when I share them with you is that you've got to be accredited to get in on these deals. So what does accredited mean? Accredited is that you are a millionaire except your own personal residence. So if you have several rentals and combined they become a million dollars in equity, not just the value of the real estate, but actually the equity, your net worth needs to be a million dollars except your primary residence. Or a different way to qualify is if you make $200,000 a year by yourself. Or the third way to qualify is if you make 300000 combined when you are filing jointly. So that's kind of what we want to talk about, about accredited investors. So let's get into it. Let's talk about how I private message people for my meetup groups. Let's talk about how I hack into other people's networks. And let's talk about the psychology of promoting your meetup, how to advertise, what to say and why to say it. And then finally, we, I will end off with telling you why I hate sales pitches and why I don't think that they're going to help you in your own meetup group. So let's get started. How to private message people. So if you want people to come to your meetup group, it's very, very important that you reach out to them in the right way. So if you just have, if you're just posting this on your Facebook, if you're just posting this, actually what most people do and probably the reason why most people fail is because they only, only, only put it up on Meetup. And unfortunately, sad to say, but it's true, 
Meetup's not enough if you want to have a whole bunch of people coming. But they do have their private messaging part on the app. So you just kind of click on that button and you'll message people. So the, way, the number one way that we're doing this is I actually go in to the app. I look at everybody's profile and I see what they've been doing. Okay, so if they're a wholesaler, I will reach out to them about wholesaling. If they are an entrepreneur, I'll reach out to them about entrepreneurship. If they are an apartment investor and they are saying that they have a certain amount of doors, then I will reach out to them and say, hey, it looks like you have a certain amount of doors. I would love to talk to you. So it just gets into private messaging. Well, don't worry. We are going to get more into how to hack the system and the psychology. So everything else that we do for the rest of this podcast is all about private messaging. But it's about the little details of private messaging. So I think the real, I don't think, I know that one of the main reasons why nobody's successful in their meetup group is because all they do is just post it on meetup. They're not reaching out to people individually. You got to find a way to talk to somebody individually. Why do they need to come to it? Okay. So let's talk about number one, hacking into somebody else's network. How do you do that? Let's say you are starting a meetup group, brand new for the first time. Welcome, everybody. I've got a, a brand new meetup group that I'm starting from scratch. And how come you want to come to my group? What am I going to do in my group that makes you want to join me? And the answer to that is you have to hack into other people's networks because they don't know you yet. All right, so you are going to reach out. Let's just say that you have, let's say, uh, an apartment investing meetup, okay? Now, you're going to want to reach out to all of the other famous apartment investing meetup groups that are anywhere close to you, and you'll reach out to the person first, and you'll say, hey, I know that you're doing big things in apartment investing. I'd love to put you in front of my audience. Guys, I understand you might not have an audience yet. That's okay. No problem. That's all right. But you will have an audience because you're focused on it. So what you'll do, you reach out to that famous person and then you'll reach out on the Meetup app. Again, you're going back to the Meetup application. You're jumping on there. You're going to that person's group because they have a Meetup. You're, you're private messaging each of the people from their group and you want to offer value. Okay, so number one, again, you look at, to see what they're, do, that what they're doing, and this is how you invite them. You say, I just noticed that you own three multifamily buildings already. That's impressive. So you kind of want to hit their trigger of giving them a little bit of flattery, I guess would be the best word for it. You want to, you want to flatter them. Say, I noticed that you've, you own three different buildings. That's incredible. I would love to chat with you. Are you going to that event with this famous person? So that's what you're doing. On that famous person's uh, own group, you're hacking into his, his or her database for the people that follow them, and you're just typing away. You're saying, I just noticed that you're doing this and this and this. I'd love to talk to you about it. Are you going to that where, let's just say John Stockton is going to be speaking? Are you going to go see John Stockton speak? So they'll say, 
no, I had no idea that they were going to be speaking, but I would love to talk to you. What event is this? This is a very common thing for them to say. So you're just going to answer and talk about the event, but don't get too excited on what you do about this event. Don't get too excited. You don't want to like throw them the link already. Okay. That's the psychology is not going to work by you doing that. So instead what you'll say is great. Uh, so I'll see you there. It's going to be at this address at this time. And let's definitely put some time to just talk for a minute or two. A minute or two. That's very important part is it, it's just a minute or two because you're going to message like 100 or 200 people. And when you message that many people and you're trying to act like you're going to sit down for 30 minutes, grab coffee, it's going to be very difficult for you to do anything that way. So you'll just kind of sit down uh, or you'll just kind of send them a message that says, great, I'm glad you're going. It's, it, uh, here's the address, here's the time. And I'd just like to talk to you for a minute or two about those three buildings that you have, okay? And then you say, do you need the RSVP link? That's your question. Do you need the RSVP link? And if they say, yeah, send it to me, then you just send them the RSVP link to your new group that is brand new and you're starting to get some people to come, okay? That's number one. And now let's talk about, so we've talked about private messaging. We talked about how to hack into people's networks and which it sounds easy, right? So you'll be able to do this. It does, it takes some extra work though, but hey, I don't get 1% results in my meetup group because I do 99% of what everybody else is doing. I'm doing something a little bit different and that's why I get results. And if you do something a little bit different, don't worry, you'll get the same results as I am. So next thing is just talking about the psychology. Now, the main thing that I wanna share with you about the psychology of advertising and sharing with somebody what you're doing in your meetup. The main thing that I want to share with you is that you have to let them visualize their group, okay? So you want to say how many people are going to be there. You want to talk about who's going to be talking. You want to talk about what it looks like to come in. So let me give you, I'm going to try to give you about maybe three examples. I don't have them queued up already. So, you know, we'll just, maybe it'll be two examples, but I'll give you a couple examples of making sure that somebody can visualize what's about to happen. So let's just say you're meeting at the Agonai restaurant. Let's just say that. And this, so this event's going to be at the Agonai and what you'll say to the person when you're reaching out to them is you'll say, Hey, I've got tons of events going on and there's one that I really think you should be coming to. So that's just start of your pitch. I, I host lots of events, but I'm not spamming you and telling you to come to all of my events. I'm going, I'm, there is one specific one that I think you need to be at. And have you ever been to the Agonai? So you just pause and say, hey, have you ever been to the Agonai? And if they say yes, now you've got to get them to start visualizing. So you'll say, you know how you, you walk in and there's that big um, party room? There's a, there's a private dining room on the back right and they're like yeah 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 so they're visualizing it and then you say something like we're gonna walk in there so you're making them feel like they're walking in so we're gonna walk in there and we're gonna meet right there and I want to introduce you to so-and-so who's gonna be speaking on this topic and the reason that I think it's gonna benefit you is X so that's your whole sales pitch is is getting them to visualize being there once 
if they never vision, okay, so if they never ever understand what it's, where they're going to be, what it's like to meet there, who's going to be there, if they don't understand it, they won't do it. That's the important part to know. So the psychology is you got to get them to kind of visualize it. So I need to share with you one of the reasons why the podcast is the fastest growing or it's one of the fastest, sorry, it's one of the fastest growing podcasts right now. One of the reasons is because how I make, how I allow you to visualize and make you think or see yourself um, drinking out of the cup of coffee. So I've got a happiness is passive cash flow coffee mug. Okay. It says happiness is passive cash flow. And one thing that I do differently, instead of just saying that I have a happiness is passive cash flow mug for you, or my, that we have a happiness is passive cash flow t-shirt. Rather than just saying, I'll give you this happiness is passive cash flow t-shirt if you leave me a review. That's not what I do. I have to first make you see yourself in that shirt, feel it, smell it, taste it, experience the shirt first, or experience the coffee. So I might say, let me give you an example here. If I want you to, do, to leave a review on the podcast, what I might do is say, I've got this happiness is passive cash flow shirt. I was walking down the street and everybody was kind of looking at me, looking at the shirt, and I knew that they knew that I was a real estate investor. And then I'll share with you, you could be walking down the street and everybody's going to turn their heads and see that you are a real estate investor. Happiness is passive cash flow. They're going to come up to you and they're going to ask you what you do. Why do you have that shirt? This happens all the time, all the time to me. And now I want you to visualize yourself with that shirt, the pride that you might feel when everybody knows that you uh, own rentals, the, the, the pride, the help that it will give you when people come to you and ask you about this, when they ask you about buying apartments or they ask you what you mean by passive cash flow. And everybody will, they, they do this to me. So I want you to visualize that now. You walking down the street and you got a couple heads turning or you're at a real estate event and everybody's like, where did you get that shirt? That's an awesome shirt. So now you feel great because you're wearing that shirt and I've got you to visualize you wearing that shirt. So this is something I naturally do on the podcast. I, I say, hey, you could be sipping out of this happiness is passive cash flow mug every morning, right? So I'm talking about the happiness is passive cash flow mug and, I'm, and you're actually smelling the coffee you're actually tasting the coffee. You're actually holding the coffee in your mind. Okay, that's delicious. And the, you put it down and you see that it says happiness is passive cash flow. But then I kind of take that away from you in a way, right? I say, now what you have to do is give me a five-star review. Send me the screenshot and I'll give you this happiness is passive cash flow mug so you can be sipping your coffee every morning, right? I hope that makes sense. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is the sales pitches and definitely not having sales pitches at your meetup groups. And here's the reason why. If you have sales pitches, most of the RIAs are unsuccessful. Most, most RIAs are unsuccessful. And the main reason why is because they have a circuit. They have a circuit of the same speakers, the same note person, the same fix and flipper. And they come every year and they share a sales pitch 
once a year. And they have about a dozen of these speakers and then the same guy comes every March and the same girl comes every April and the same guy comes every June and the same girl comes every July. And every time that these folks come and teach, they don't give you enough content and then they make you go and buy stuff. And because you've already seen them once, you've already seen them twice, you've already seen them three times, the third or fourth or fifth time that this same person keeps coming back, you are no longer incentivized to come to that meetup group. There is nothing there. It's just like, ah, it's just going to be the same person trying to sell me on this note investing course, the same person trying to sell me on this wholesaling course, and you're less inclined to come to the event. So, what you'll do instead is find local people. Like we were talking about hacking into the system of all of these other uh, famous meetup group organizers in your area, the other RIA organizers in your area to come and speak. You'll say something, private message somebody, something like, hey, you know, this guy runs it and he's doing big things and you never get the opportunity to see him speak because he's always bringing in sales pitch speakers. But here's your opportunity to hear his story, what he's doing. You want to come to this event, yes or no. They come to the event. You're going to talk to that, that leader, the, um, the speaker. You're going to say to them, hey, just real quick, I want to let you know before you um, agree to coming and speaking for my group, I just want you to be aware that I allow zero sales pitch of any kind. There, I mean, no sales pitch. One person did it to me once and they will never be invited back. And so my events are all about offering value. So if you can do the same thing, if you can take this into, um, I guess, t take this into consideration how important it really is not to have the sales pitches and focus on just always adding value. I have tons of people that come to my events. I have uh, 4,000 RSVPs for my biggest event and about 8,000 total RSVPs with all my events combined, uh, which just the 4,000. Just the 4,000 is twice as big as the second biggest group in Denver. So, um, I feel like I'm one of the only folks that is 100% against sales pitch. And one thing that I noticed that uh, everybody who comes to the groups, one thing that they always say to me is they'll share, hey, I really appreciate that. I've never had an event like this. Your, your groups are the best. And I only go to your meetings. I, I would never go to anyone else's. I only trust you. This kind of stuff happens when you focus on adding value first and not trying to find any way to sales pitch. I don't sales pitch my own things. I will share with you that if you want to get involved in our deals, you can get involved in our deals. But I won't ever say, go to the back of the room. I've got some type of course to teach you. I, I never do that. I never will do that. And I don't think you should do that either. So I think we got a lot out of today. I think we learned a lot. And I highly encourage you that if you are a fix and flipper, if you're a wholesaler, if you're a lease option specialist, if you are getting into multifamily syndications, you need a network. Your network is your net worth, especially when it comes to real estate investing. I would encourage you to start a podcast if you want, but definitely meet up. It's not hard. And if you take into account everything that we went over in this episode today, you will learn, you will do, you have learned, and you'll do the things that you need to do to be in the very best position to put yourself as a thought leader within your community. And perhaps that if you really execute well on these private messages, the way that we talked about today, 
you'll have similar results to me where I flew to meetup headquarters to teach them how I'm doing my meetup group because they are blown away, they're curious how it's happening, and it's not some crazy process, it's just going the extra mile doing the little 1% things that no one else is doing. Private message people, hack into other people's networks, learn the psychology of making sure that people can see, taste, feel the experience of being at your meetup and never sells pitch again. So thank you for coming on the episode today. Until next time, my friends, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go, but until next time, think outside the box.